I don't know, guys. I've I've had a couple of whiskeys. I've had <laughs> some cider. I've had some tequila. Let's go. It's going to be uh, an interesting hour. I want to keep this no, to no, an no, hour. No, no, no. no, we got to do a two-hour show. I got a lot to talk about. All right, fine. The, uh, Oculus Quest 2. Oh, <laughs> two-hour show. <laughs> I also Mike's... bought an eight-pack, too. I, I was out because I went into your account today, and Ethan was there, and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to show him. I'm going to buy some stuff. You know nice. I need an pack too. I'm yawning on the show. What is this? What did this just turn Oof. into? This is the worst. This is the worst show on the planet. Uh, Mike, what are you even doing with those backgrounds? What is even happening right now? Like, what was that even supposed to be? What was that supposed to be? I don't know. It it was very disappointing because like I click on it, it says find a face, and it's like, well, my face was right here. It looks like he's um, in like an outhouse. Because my face. Uh, That's what an outhouse looks like. Steve Todd. Yeah, like in the, like the middle of a jungle or something. If someone had to make an outhouse. I guess, sure, a jungle outhouse. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess that's a thing that people need to do is make jungle outhouses. Oh boy, this is going to be a fucking, a great episode, 225. Welcome everyone to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest video games and nerd culture. I just definitely said like video games. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> we, again, sometimes we talk about jungle outhouses too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing tonight? I got dolphins swimming around my head. Is that uh, is that indicative <laughs> of your mood? Your current mood is is dolphin dolphin town. Uh, let's say yes. How come there are just like regular colored dolphins, but then there's also pink dolphins? Dolphin sparkles. I think the top ones are actually gold. The gold, yeah. I was gonna say, are you colorblind? I mean, the, the top ones are moving <laughs> are moving way too quickly. So, Brian is way too drunk. Go, to go pour another pour of the twenty five year. <laughs> I know. I've. Uh, anyways, rounding us out on this uh, bombastic two twenty five is the former Overwatch fiend, Mister Action. Bang bang, shoot him up. The real VR is the only VR that Todd <laughs> plays with, Mister Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm dizzy. I've been playing too much VR. <laughs> are you are you I'm are like, you making yourself sick? No, so I'm not like sick, but I have definitely and I've read I read up on this because I when I got the PSVR I used it, but I didn't use it to the extent that I did the first couple of days on this. And I was almost like I would take off the VR headset and looking at my phone. Then when I'm looking at my phone, I'm almost seeing the phone like it's in VR. And kind of seeing my shadow and reflexing in it. And, I'm, and I keep Amanda's walk by me a couple of times when I'm in the kitchen. And I'm like this, like waving my hand in the air. Like it's kind of like, I'm like, my perception's a little off right now, you know? Yeah. You get the, you get the, the VR effect after that happens to me when I play Tetris effect and then stop playing it in VR. Like I feel like everything else around me is very, very uh, right. odd for a little bit after that. But we will get in to the Oculus Quest 2 and Todd's, Todd's, time with that uh he's very been very excited about that for for a while now so he's he's had a a few days to really dive in and experience uh vr without wires but before <laughs> we get to that a few housekeeping things this episode of course sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty if you're in the salem massachusetts area or the north shore of massachusetts on a friday saturday or sunday and you need yourself something delicious something sweet something tasty in your belly you can hound down to Goodnight Fatty 
on Fridays from 4 to 10, Saturdays from 2 to 10, and Sundays from 2 to 9. But you know what? If you're like me and you are continuing to practice social distancing but also want to support local businesses, they got you covered. They'll deliver it right to your door. They'll drop it hot, fresh, out of the oven, at your door, in your driveway, on your porch, in your mailbox, wherever it needs to be. It's that simple. It's that easy. Contactless. They'll text you, shoot you a quick text, let you know it's here. You're good to go. And you get hot, delicious, fresh cookies, a rotating bunch every weekend. But honestly, that's not it. If you wanted something hot, something spicy, something sweet, something savory on a Sunday morning, you're going to get that Sunday fun day going. You can get yourself a chubby from 8 to 2. And uh, yeah, delicious stuff. You know what's crazy? Is that, what's what's his name? I, I'm blanking right now because it's like I'm quarantine brain where I haven't really even talked to anyone in eight months. But remember when we played, Eric? maybe it was Warzone? Yes. And we played Warzone with him. We were like, and I was bringing up like, bro, this is a time to get into, to uh, what's it called? Drive-in movie theaters. And he's like, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. And then like literally every like area that could get a drive-in movie theater got a drive-in movie theater. Yep. Or tried to utilize that's, it. That's what's going on right now. Movie theaters are dying. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, good night, Fatty. Friends of the show, friends of the program, local business, killing it even during this rough, rough year, 2020. But, uh, yeah, get yourself some delicious, tasty treats. And if you happen to go down in person, let them know past the controller sent you. Rounding out housekeeping uh, thingies we got here, uh, the PTC Movie Club for October is my pick, Grave of the Fireflies. So if you want to enjoy that film and then listen to us talk about it on the last episode of October. You can look forward to that coming up in the next couple weeks. But uh, you can obviously rent or purchase that movie somewhere, but I believe it's also on Hulu if you want to stream it and you have Hulu. So I'm so what... torn with my next pick. Like, so torn. And I oh, want to pick a weird movie that I feel like you guys might not like. Oh, like really? Like, time... Did you think we were going to like Hereditary? I just wanted you to watch something that you'd never watch with Hereditary. But but with this pick, it's it's one of um what's his name? The guy who did the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's one of his earlier Peter movies. Peter Jackson? Yes. And it, it, it's it's a movie that you'd probably be like, I never fucking heard of this movie ever. And I'm like really debating if I'm gonna drop this on you guys next. Yeah, we're just gonna cancel PTC movie club on Todd's <laughs> pick. But uh yeah, so the October pick is Grave of the Fireflies. So view that at your at your uh pleasure during your leisure hours and uh get ready to talk, listen to us talk about that at the end of the month and uh yeah that's what i got for housekeeping this week nice and easy keep, keep it keep it slim keep it easy keep it moving i wanna do what we normally do which is what are we playing but i feel like this is not the best week for that because i've been almost primarily playing through persona 5 royal so i've nothing to talk about really in that front because I've been playing pretty much that game um, to finish it up, which I am very, very happy to say, Mike, how much more of that game do you think I have left? I don't know. Not a lot. Not a lot. I'm, I'm fucking, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I've, I've finished what would be OG persona five. Correct, Mike? Yes. So I am just on to the additional royal content at this point, which I'm 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 blowing through. I already have some negative thoughts on it, but I'll talk to talk about Mike. Talk. Uh, question now that you're in um you're in royal territory. How many hours now? 
again, so I'm at. I don't, I, I, don't throw in the excuse like, oh, you know, I play and I space out because. Oh no, <laughs> it's it's not an excuse, and I don't space out. It's just that you know, I, my day Clearly job. The game's not that good. My day like, job uh... currently, I work a portion of my week from home, so I have it on while I'm working. So there's definitely portions of time where it's just on, and I'm not actually playing because I'm working. I've tried to get good at like backing out to the PlayStation menu so it's not actually a, actually I have no idea if it's still cruise time but I'm assuming it pauses gameplay get like game time in the game uh when I back out to the menu but if but if I had to like guess just overall how much time I've probably been idle in the game I would say at least 10 hours but not more than 20 hours just in total I mean it's been a long quarantine um but with that being said including that 10 to 20 hours of, of idle time i'm i'm at about 170 right now so you know I'm, I'm i'm halfway of my animal crossing time for the year and that's not including the 40 hours that i put into vanilla before i gave up on vanilla so like i really like a lot of things in that game i just don't know if i'd want to play that game for over 170 hours well, I'm, again, I'm an outlier here because no, but I'm the same as you because I'm on, I like was at the first dungeon and I'm like going into like the final day of the first dungeons. I'm like, oh, what can I do? What else can I do? And then I feel like I just lose myself after a while. Lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I have some I have some actually some negative things to say about where I'm at in the game currently, but that's that's a that's another conversation for that spoiler cast that will happen. Within the next few weeks, fucking that's crazy, Mike. It's happening. It's really yeah. gonna happen. It's really gonna happen. We got a star-studded lineup of of people coming for that, but that, that that's that's future future talk for future times. Uh, so I mean, I've been pretty much just playing Persona Five Royal. I know that Todd has mostly been playing Oculus Quest, so I want to save that for Oculus. So if there's like non-Oculus stuff, Todd, you've been playing, you want to talk only about? Only thing I started last night was Tell Me Why. Um, oh, I okay. I downloaded one. that too, but I haven't started it yet. Yeah, I, uh, it's fine. I mean, I don't really play those type of games that often. Yeah. But I'm a little intrigued to see what it's about, you know, and I'll, I'll give it a go. I played it for like an hour last night. Got uh, 250 point achievements. It's like an easy, oh, it's definitely an easy achievement. No, it's like super easy. But like, uh, I was actually interested in it, you know, so we'll see. I, yeah. I don't think it got like overwhelming positive. I think it was at, like right in the middle of the road, kind of like 70, 75. Only episode one is out currently, right? The full game is Is that out? all it is? I think I only know. episode one is out currently, unless that's changed. A couple things, but I don't know. It might let you download more, but it's not actually yeah, active yet. I'm not sure. Okay. But I, yeah. I don't think the full string of episodes is is available yet, unless that's changed since it came out. But um, I will say this about that game. Like, I feel like those style of games should be evolving at this point, and not. I know it's about the story. But if you're even going to throw in gameplay, don't make it like you're in a room and you have to search every little thing that's fucking highlighted. It's just like at that point, and none of those things mean anything. Oh, this is the rocket ship I got when I was a little child back in the day. Oh, this is a book I scribbled a little drawing on back. You know what I'm saying? It's like stuff like that where I don't think it really brings anything to the game. So, so if you says want the guy see, that chases every fox in Ghost of Tsushima and, you know, yeah, I just, turns, I mean, turns I, every flower petal over. Fuck, and... we, I got to play that tonight. But, anyways, uh, that, that game is so good just because I like the combat. Hands down, it's just yeah. combat. I only like that. I mean, not only like the game, but that's my biggest thing with that game is I really enjoy the combat. Yeah, I mean, I can't say much about Tell Me Why because I haven't played it. But I I know that, like, you know, friend of the show, Grayson, uh, friend of the show, uh, uh, Morgan, 
who was also on our PAX uh, online panel about indies. I know Grayson loves uh, Life is Strange, and I believe Morgan also put it on her list for for, in, for for the indie I panel. I probably should have started with that game, actually, because uh, that's well, probably well that, the better. Yeah, and that, and like in Cam, front of the show, loves The Wolf Among Us. So there's like, there's like people that go to bat for these games, and I'm like, oh, I really haven't, other than The Walking Dead, which I have never even finished, which I, did, I have nothing bad to say about it. I loved what I played of The Walking Dead, but uh, yeah. I feel like those games get praise from 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 people and i'm like ah, i kind of like need to fucking give these games a shot no i agree too but i don't I, my biggest issue with those those games have been out for a while now and the fact that like i'm just going back to this but they have not evolved they have not done anything yeah to, i mean to... the telltale games the telltale games all play the same like i tried yes. to play the batman one this and i couldn't like a get telltale into it game. This is the but same I, thing. but but the life is strange and tell me why are not are not telltale they're don't nod yes. uh so i don't i don't know game. I don't know how those games play or, or how different they are or whatever, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But since you brought up achievements, I do want to kind of throw this into the ether and just see where it goes and everything happens with it. I know me and you have had like a, like a weird resurgence to achievements lately. And we've had like a light rivalry because we have no multiplayer game to play. So we're like, this is kind of fucking achievement, you know? <laughs> but, but also like, I kind of like, and I, this isn't like a super new feature, but it's, it's relative. It's, it's newer. I would say it's new within like the last couple of years, which is, you know, new because we've been playing Xbox since the beginning. But uh, I like that it gives you that monthly leaderboard with your friends list. It's 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 like you said, it's revived achievements for me. Yeah. I love yeah. It. So I don't know. How, I don't like remember when they added that. I, like, I don't think it was like super recent, but it was like, you know, within it's the last been, couple of years, it's a couple of years. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I like it because it's it kind of makes me like when I like when I hop on, I'm like, fuck, like Todd's up by 750. I got to like fucking <laughs> play some games right now. Right. Um, so I'll, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to extend this outside of me and Todd right now. If if the past the controller community that's on Xbox wants to start like, you know, doing like little monthly monthly in-house, you know, who's going to have the highest gamer score. I, I, I would I like would love to do that. Yeah. I, my friends that I don't know and just get like yeah. people that I know who I'm going against. And Exactly. Yeah. I think it would be, I think it would be pretty fun. I think it would like, you know, offer some, some fun bragging rights, like in the discord and, and whatever. Uh, I don't know if there's people that are interested in you know, listening to this and that's something you think that would be, uh, you want to like partake in, I don't know, bring it up in the discord or shoot me a DM on Twitter or something. And we'll, we'll, we'll figure out how to make it work so that, you know, the people that want to do it are all, all included and on the same, uh, you know, leaderboard so that we can track it and, and, you know, I don't know, do, do stupid things throughout the month when whoever wins. Um, what about you, Mike, anything that you've been playing this week, anything new or just kind of the same old staples? Same old. What, uh, what, uh, how, how has Fortnite been evolving for you still dipping in on a frequent basis since we've been back in? Oh, see, I wanted to say one thing. I don't know if you know this, Brendan, but I played with Mike and Dom multiple times since that last time wait multiple times at least two times since we played i'm pretty sure i played with them okay so i there was one night <laughs> where you texted me like bro you're missing out on fortnite and i looked at the text and i was like just assumed you were like just joking around or just commenting on the, on the fact app. that or or just commenting on the fact that mike and dom were on because i knew that they were on and then like i hopped in for a match that night and you were already off and they were like oh yeah todd was on and i was like yeah, Todd was on playing this game with you though, or he was just in the party. He's like, no, he was playing. I was like, what? Yeah, right. I was like, Todd was playing oh, fucking Fortnite. What is happening? Todd was with me when I was trying to get that one, um, that one thing with the drive from Caddy Corner, I think, to somewhere else. <clears throat> and we, I did that with you, Mike. You did that with me because when I did it with Todd, I fucked it up. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I yeah, it, no, you know, what? I mean, I, I mean, I know I talk a lot of shit about Fortnite, and I still, it's not something I really want to play, but I enjoy like bant- the banter with all of us playing it. And it's pretty. Yeah, I mean, I feel like fun. I feel like people aren't good at that game because I feel like I get a lot of kills when I shouldn't be getting kills. So I guess I I think it goes back to what I mentioned before, and you said like it was like not the best change, but they changed how it puts people in the same game, and there's more bots. So like, yeah. you definitely fight against people who are, you know, you know, have have skills, but then there's also like a little bit of bots mixed in, and I, it must also like I I have no idea if they if they group people by skill level or win percentage or anything like that. I don't know if that's a thing in the game or not, but uh, I feel like it's a nice, I feel like for the most part, we get lucky in our matches where it's a nice blend of like, yeah, sure. There's some bots, but also like there's some people that we're matched up evenly against. And maybe there's some people that are, you know, better than us, but I feel like for the most part, it's like a good mix of that. And I I never feel like I'm just like walking into an area and like someone's building a fucking fortress and I'm like, all right, I'm going to lose now. I I felt like I saw no building until the end of the game though. It's weird though, like there's too much going on in that game, I feel like right now. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but I felt like the game we won where I'm like, what the fuck happened? How do we win? Like I feel like we encountered like maybe one team and we're driving around a car half the time. And, yeah. You know, like it, it's weird. But it's not that's not a, necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I feel like it's a relaxing game. It's not like a game where I'm jumping in and I'm like, fuck, here we go. Yeah. I think that th- I think there's two ways you can do it. Like y- if you wanna have like a full balls to the wall match. There's definitely spots on the map where you can land and then the fight just continues for mostly the rest of the game. But I feel like because at least me, Mike and Dom have been trying to get missions accomplished for the battle pass and stuff that forces us to land in places that like no one's fucking landing. So we're we're kind of like landing on like weird areas. But if we choose to land at like specific spots, it's going to be a fucking war zone and it's going to carry through until the game is over pretty much. Um nice so a few other things that happened this week before we get to the main event which is todd's oculus quest 2 um is earlier this week uh phil spencer had an interview with i believe it was kotaku i think it was steven totillo and he he made a few comments about the bethesda acquisition that has a lot of people uh you know, saying I told you so, it has some people saying like you're reading too much into it, but I kind of wanted to get the temperature take on the two of you. I don't know if you've seen the interview or this this out out uh, excerpt from this interview where basically uh, Stephen Totillo asked uh, Phil Spencer, is it possible to recoup a $7.5 billion investment if you don't sell Elder, Elder Scrolls 6 on the PlayStation? And uh, Phil Spencer said yes. So, you know, that initial thing, some people are like, oh, okay, that means he's not going to do it. I mean, not necessarily. I wouldn't, you know, sure you can read that out of it, but it's not necessarily what he's saying. Um, but then Phil Spencer went on to say, uh, I don't want to be flip about that. This deal was not done to take games away from another player base like that. Nowhere in the documentation that we put together was how do we keep other players from playing these games? We want more people to be able to play games, not fewer people to be able to play games. When I think about where people are going to be playing and the number of devices that we had, and we have xCloud and PC and Game Pass and our console base, 
I don't have to I don't have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to kind of make the deal work for us, whatever that means. That, and that's pretty much the 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 bulk of what he said in regards to that. So I mean, I said this since day one. Like I, I you don't pay seven point five billion or whatever the fuck it was to fucking give PlayStation games. You know, like yeah. I, or, 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 I mean, I I'm a firm believer that you're not going to see these games on PlayStation at least for the first year. Maybe they'll give them to them after that, but they're going to make people sign up for Game Pass. They're going to make mm-hmm. people buy Xbox. I mean, it would be foolish. Like, I mean. Microsoft doesn't need money. We all know that they're, they're thriving. Like you know, so this move for them, like everyone's like, holy shit, all this money, and they're like, yeah, whatever. I mean, we make that, we make a billion dollars a year in fucking Game Pass or whatever, you know, whatever they pull in yeah. from that shit. But, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they'd be stupid to give these to PlayStation at least within the first year. Maybe after a year, that's fine. You know, I don't give a shit about yeah. that. But I, I think they'd be really dumb. Like if they don't make Elder Scrolls PC and Xbox only. And then make PlayStation wait. I think they'd be they're doing things wrong if they don't that way. I mean, you need just make fucking PlayStation go balls to the wall too. I mean, I know they already mm-hmm. have their their home their, their games that are like everyone raves about, and they have like a lot of great console exclusives. But make them get even more aggressive. Fucking this competition is great, you know. Yeah. And we, all of us are going to probably have both all the consoles. So I mean, I know not everyone will, but I mean. I feel like either people have a PC and a PlayStation or a PC and an Xbox, you know, so there's yeah. room for them to have these games. But yeah, I no, mean, abs- I, absolutely. And I mean, you know, it, it also like I, I'm with the, with the Microsoft buying stuff. It's it's a weird needle for me to thread personally when I try to, uh, you know, parse out how I feel about these types of things, because like. You know, Nintendo obviously has their own IPs and their own stuff. And, you know, they've had that for a long time. So, like, you know, I I always say, yeah, like, I buy Nintendo consoles primarily because I like Nintendo games and I like those games. PlayStation, you know, is has some stuff that they that are theirs. They have some, you know, third party and second party developers that they're aligned with that have made exclusive stuff. Um, they've obviously also spent money on exclusive games and exclusive DLC, and they've also purchased, uh, you know, developers, same as Microsoft. So like Microsoft and Sony are, are kind of more in the same line of where they're at with what they're doing with, with, with these types of things. But I mean, you know, you have, you have exclusive games on PlayStation that, you know, if you want to play them, you have to buy a PlayStation. So it's 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 the same thing. Like if Microsoft wants to, like th- there's if definitely PlayStation could have got them. They would like you yeah. Know, they would. Oh, they would. Yeah, they would. It's something that like, and then everyone would be like, oh my god, PlayStation are gods. Well, they I I, I remember <laughs> reading too, and I don't know if this was like actually ever you know factual, if it was just a rumor from a from a source. But I I remember saying reading when Microsoft acquired Beth, uh, Bethesda and Zenimax that that PlayStation Sony was also talking to Bethesda about trying to pay for Starfield to be a PlayStation exclusive game. So it's like PlayStation's trying to do the same thing. Like it's everyone's trying to do the same thing. Um, but on, on this quote, Mike, how, how, what do you, do you think that this is Phil confirming anything or do you think it's just kind of, kind of speaking, you know, vague enough to be not, not, not to, not to feed the rumors, but not to dispel the rumors. Uh, the latter. I 
doubt he would use a quote like that being like yeah we're gonna make this thing exclusive or whatever i think he's just saying like we have plans to to make our money back yeah doesn't necessarily mean making something exclusive and then hoping that people love this game so much are gonna buy our console and buy into our ecosystem and this that and the other but they've got some sort of plan in mind i didn't go to business school i don't know what that plan could possibly be I also don't I, play their games, so... Uh... I, there you go. I think it's worth... What's pl- one of the biggest games that someone's been asking for for, like, years? Everyone's been fucking clamoring for Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Like, like I, I know out of all of us, we're kind of impartial Whatever, on that yeah. because, yeah, I mean, like, I, <laughs> I'm sorry we don't like janky games, and those games are pretty janky for the most part. We'll see what happens down the line. Feel. Kind of yeah, feel. no, I agree. But, like, I still love Fallout. I think it's janky as fuck, but I really enjoyed Fallout. Like, the first the Fallout 3... Fallout 4 was fine, too, but, I mean, um, I'm trying to I mean, think. He, I, I, honestly, I'm most excited about Arcane out of all of those. Out yeah. of everything they acquired, that's probably my biggest thing that I'm excited about. I mean, I'll say this, too, and I can't speak for Mike because I know, you know, Mike's very selective in what he spends his time playing, like, physically playing. But, like, for me and you, at the end of the day, all these fucking games are going on Game Pass. So I'm going to play them all. I'm going to at least try yeah, them all. I mean, I'm going to at least all, download them all. So I say this every week. I like I turned on my Xbox for the first time in three days after getting the Oculus. And what's the first thing I fucking went to do? I downloaded Game Pass, Katana Zero. I downloaded Tell Me Why. I downloaded just more stuff from Game Pass. I started diving back into I looked at my Yakuza. I put towers into Yakuza Zero. I, I, I saw you. Yeah, know. I saw you playing Yakuza. I was like, fuck, like, I gotta start playing Yakuza now too. Well, so like I'm I'm on the fence with Yakuza, and I know a lot of people are like, I- I'm actually more excited for the one that's coming out because I'm down with like the the kind of rap- Mario Rabbids kind of Fire Emblem style combat, so I'm yeah. I'm cool with that. It's very repetitive, man. Like, and I know I'll probably like people are like, what you got Yakuza is awesome. I can't. I'm playing Yakuza Zero, which is something that's come out fairly recently compared to all the other ones, mm-hmm. and I. I'm having a hard time seeing how any of the other ones are any different than Yakuza Zero. It's more of the same, just more fucking filler, like mini games in the middle. I think the I think a part of the appeal with Yakuza is the story. I think the other part yeah, of the appeal no, with Yakuza yeah, is that it's like over the top ridiculous, and people are like all about it. Um, it's definitely something I want. It's definitely a series I want to give a shot and like dig in, especially because yeah, three, three of the games are on fucking Game Pass. Yeah, I and mean, exactly. I have them downloaded already. I just haven't really played them. Um, yeah, I mean, t- to go back to the initial point is it, w- with with you know, did Phil say that? You know, what what it, we what do we think is happening? I think that you know, and he said it in a previous interview where it was we're going to take this on a case by case basis, and I think that's a hundred percent what they'll probably do, and. You know, I think that I also kind of more closely think in the same vein as you, Todd, where I don't think Microsoft like Microsoft knows they don't need to put any of those games elsewhere, but they spent a lot of money to buy these studios and buy these IPs and buy these developers. So, you know, whether it's Elder Scrolls six never comes on PlayStation or Elder Scrolls six is a year later on PlayStation. I don't think either of those hurt Microsoft in any way. You know what I mean? Microsoft has always been the nice guys. And I think that they're playing this very safely because I think that they don't want to come out here and be like, fuck you guys. I know you're fans of all these games. We're not giving them to you. I don't think that's what they want to do because I think that will 
I don't think it'll hurt them, but in some ways it'll piss people off. See, so I but think I think, it, but I think it will piss. I like, I, I don't, I think it will be a like a faux, a faux group of people that are pissed off. It's, I agree, it, but it's I don't think they want people that, that are. Yeah, but I think it's. I don't gonna, think they want the online activity because there's already so much of that talk. But there's all people. Are, but it, people that's going to exist no matter right what now. they do. That's going to like. No, I agree. That's going to exist no matter what if they if they. If they put the games on PlayStation, there's going to be those same people that come out and say, Microsoft can't even fucking get their own exclusives. They got to put them everywhere to make them sell. You know what I mean? If they do make them exclusive, it's going to be, oh, Microsoft backtrack. And I thought it was, you know, games for everyone, blah, blah, blah. Like, no matter what, that discourse is going to be there. And it's probably going to be from the same troll people that are online anyway. Um, I I think what what is most likely to happen is that you're going to see, you know, some stuff be... 100% 100% exclusive. And then you're going to see some stuff come to PlayStation potentially at a later date. Um because I think you know if if Microsoft decides to put Elder Scrolls 6 on Xbox and PC for the first year or the first 6 months only on PC and Xbox and then it comes 6 months later or a year later to PlayStation, I feel like that's enough time where if you're a person that would buy a console based off of those games, Elder Scrolls, Starfield, Doom, whatever, whatever it may be, Fallout. Uh, I feel like six months is a long enough time where if that doesn't make you buy an Xbox or buy a PC or buy Game Pass, you're not going to do it. So, you know, those people may not ever make the switch to Game Pass or to Xbox. Um, So I think... I think you'll get the money from the people who will never switch no matter what, but that six month to a year window is enough time where if you're somebody that is usually a PlayStation person and has a PC, you're going to just buy Game Pass and not buy it on PlayStation. Or if you're someone that is a PlayStation person and doesn't normally buy an Xbox, you might be tempted to pick up an Xbox Series S for two ninety nine. Or what? Three ninety nine? Two ninety nine? Two ninety nine? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and honestly, I think that's I think that's the other part of it is if they keep these games exclusive forever or keep them exclusive for an extended period of time, you know, that just makes a bigger case for someone who's a PlayStation gamer to buy a Series S. It's cheap. It'll give them Game Pass, and if those are the games that they care about, there you go. You got it. All done. Wrap it up. I just think it's funny that both consoles are launching with nothing so like now the arguments and the troll arguments are about the ui <laughs> it's like there's like about the ui and about the use. console overheating yeah, it's like go it's away like stuff, please go like away nothing. there's no games coming from either console there's an eight hour game coming from one and a remake coming from one yeah and then i mean you know I, I don't know my mind has been slightly changed on miles morales simply because there's a spider cat so uh, what is everyone why is everyone obsessed with cats well like dogs are way cooler anyways i mean i get like people like cats but like mike get this fucking guy out of here <laughs> fucking get the get the what's that cane that is there like a name for that cane that they like pull him off the stage is there like a name for that the hook there, there, there might be yeah, let's just call but it I'm, I'm looking at the miles morales played on the ps5 and it looks exactly like fucking i don't think like we're gonna see a graphical jump for a long time but that game, like, I'm like, oh, so I'm doing more of the same. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's I, definitely people that are excited be. about. Yeah, no, I'll it's tell you the be... one thing that makes me want to play that game day one. The Spider fucking Cat. battle music. No, the battle music when he's battling, like Miles's music when he's swinging and when he's battling is like 
like beats and stuff and it, it sounds yeah. dope it's it sounds like the i best mean part the, the, the music in spider-man ps4 was good like i loved how when you started swinging and stuff like the music yeah. started to like swell up that was like that was like my favorite part the of the game was the best part you actually felt like spider-man <laughs> yes <laughs> you did i mean you're not wrong um but the yeah swinging I, in the camera for you you know, it's like... I, I, I think, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and read that Phil Spencer quote and, you know, say he's he said yes or he said no. I think that. Anything. Yeah, I, I think that this is going to be something that evolves over time and, it, you know, it'll maybe be different game to game, series to series. We'll see. But I mean, at the same time, you're seeing Microsoft do this already. Ori and the Will of the Wisps came out on the Switch, you know, much later. And then Ori and, and the. I'm sorry, Ori. What, what's the first game called? I think you're right. Ori in the, the Blind, Ori the Forest. Blind Forest is the first one. Yeah, Ori in the Blind Forest came out on the Switch, and then when Ori and the Will of the Wisps came out this year, it came out, I believe, in March on Xbox and PC, but it didn't come out on Switch until like two weeks ago. So you know they Within they two yeah they know that there are people that will buy that game, um, but they know that you know. The, the people that want to play it on Game Pass or want to play it right away either are going to get Game Pass on PC or, you know, whatever else they're going to do to get it. Um, so, you know, we're seeing them do that. And I don't think Ori is on PlayStation. I mean, no, it's not. So, I mean, I can definitely see Microsoft playing favorites and continuing to put stuff on Nintendo, certain things, and just not putting it on PlayStation. Uh, unless, again, I think we talked about this on a previous podcast, you know, I. X, a version of xCloud or a version of Game Pass being the only way you can play it on PlayStation, which I think would be the the absolute slam dunk that Microsoft would be trying to pull. I mean, which what is, you're saying is like that's like insane, but it also makes sense because we've heard about a lot of that with the Switch as well, like getting like the 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 Xbox. Like I, I, I've heard people bring this up, but like if you can get an app, it's for, me. Like, I'm people. Xbox. I'm the one. That, I'm the one yeah. that keeps bringing this up. Yeah. I need this. Well, to happen. I mean, if you can if you can get if you can get that. I don't think PlayStation would ever approve it unless they're getting some kickback, like huge kickbacks. They're but, not going to get it. I mean, kickback. I just, no. So I don't but, know. Like, why he, would they like, want well, to play, this like, is, this is why they would, they would allow it. it because, you know, it could go one of two ways. It could just be, Hey, guess what? All of these games are never going to come out on PlayStation or right. you want to continue to, to satiate your console player base. Yeah. We'll let it, we'll let it come there. If you let us, make game pass an app on playstation yeah um yeah i don't know i mean it, it doesn't matter because any of these games that do ever end up coming out on playstation they're gonna open up when you turn that game on a big a big old xbox. microsoft game studios <laughs> yeah. xbox game studios screen so it's like no matter what they're gonna plaster that in there where they can um but anyway, we talked about this before you mm -hmm. bounce off of this but we talked about this when we thought that, like, I thought that PlayStation, when they launched the PS4, and I know so many people will disagree with this, but it was a big smoke and mirrors, just poking fun at Xbox, but not really doing anything that interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have your games, but, like, you know, that's the thing. And Xbox, like, never took shots, nothing like that. And Xbox is stood back. But, like, I think they know what they're doing going into this this generation. And I think we're going to – I don't think Xbox is going to blow PS out of the water. I mean, I think the fan base is too deep at this point. But I do think we're going to see a lot of interesting stuff. I think this generation is going to be a lot more competitive than last. Because last generation was just watching PlayStation lap 
Xbox over and over again. I think what you're going to see is I think you're just going to see a lot more people engaging with the Xbox ecosystem. And whether that means they're buying an Xbox in addition to their PlayStation or they're just getting Game Pass somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, especially, you know, again, here, here's the other thing. Like, my, Microsoft is doing a lot of things that PlayStation cannot do, which is xCloud and Game Pass. And those platforms aren't married to the Xbox physical console. Like, you can you can get xCloud on an Android. I actually have no idea. Maybe Mike would know. Mike, if I don't have an Xbox, but I have game pass i can use xcloud with game pass on my android is this correct yeah that makes sense as long as you've had like a yeah because if you have game pass you would have some sort of account and you just sign in so so microsoft has the ability to sell game pass for xbox players for android phone users for pc players i'm assuming they will eventually figure out a way around the Apple ecosystem and will have a way to make it playable on Apple. The last thing that I, I read, uh, was it the web web browser-based thing? The web browser thing is what I... I is that official? I don't know if it's official. I thought it was, but maybe I just kind of read that's what they were gunning for. Yeah, and, so they, they're, they're going to have some sort of solution to making Game Pass and xCloud work on Apple products, which if that's the case, that means that iPhone and you know, theoretically MacBooks would then also be able to partake in the Xbox uh, ecosystem. So like, sure, Microsoft, maybe PlayStation sells more PlayStation 5s, but Microsoft, I don't think is that concerned with that. I think they're, they're, they, they, they are looking further into the future of what video games are probably going to be. And I don't think Sony is doing that. Future is going to be like, game pass it's gonna be that's that's the future yeah they're 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 all on board with it and and been on i board mean with it for a while i don't know they, they were gonna be only online they were doing stuff that pc's been doing forever the mm-hmm. beginning of last generation and it was too scary for most casual gamers yes because it, it, you know what i'm saying like they, they're trying to come do what pc's been doing forever but like people are just like pushed back against fucking stuff yeah. like that i i think you're gonna see a very a very different approach to 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 next gen and i i again like i know a lot of the conversation gets that's built and gets argued and gets you know discussed on console sales and that will continue to be that way for at least you know the first year or two at least of next gen but i really think you're going to see that conversation change with how microsoft is is approaching it with game pass and, and x cloud and I think you're going to see some very uh, interesting, interesting things change in the future of of, of where we're going. Um, but before we get to the quest, I did want to briefly touch on, and Todd, you know, kind of jokingly brought it up earlier with with what people are arguing about when it comes to you know the the, the next gen of consoles at the, at the current time. The PS5 UI got a deep dive, a deep dive, like a 15 minute video on on the updates to the PlayStation 5 uh, user interface. And I will say, as somebody who thinks that the PlayStation 4 like dashboard and everything in the user interface is fucking garbage and slow as fucking snails, this looks way snappier. 
Uh, it looks like it's so it had... funny because all the PlayStation fans are like the opposite of what me and you who like play PlayStation casual. But like I saw that UI and I'm like, fuck yeah, that looks dope. It looks you know, like, so good. It looks right, it does. actually. I, I will say this. It is. I don't think it looks so good. I just think it looks so much better than PlayStation yeah, Four. Absolutely, I agree. Because PlayStation I, Four grew on me during Ghost and Last of Us, just because I started playing games more on my PlayStation, and it grew on me yeah. a little bit. And then I got that Ghost of Tsushima background. Like, I like how you can do that, and like all my icons are Ghost of Tsushima stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, I think this UI looks a thousand times better. Thousand I, times I, I just my biggest issue with the PS, my two biggest issue, my three biggest issues with the PS4 UI is that it's very, it feels very it slow very to me. Slow. It feels like things are you wait for stuff to load. You wait for stuff to load, but like I feel like things are not intuitive. Like, like you, like I don't know where to find things sometimes. Where. You know, and maybe, you know, maybe on on Xbox, it's because I'm very used to that ecosystem. So I know I how to quickly maneuver it. But like, I, I just feel like things aren't as intuitive. And I I only continue to stand by that because since we've played more PlayStation, and we've been playing with, you know, we've been playing, you know, like Fall Guys or other multiplayer games with other people who are more intertwined with PlayStation. And when I'm like, oh, how do I open that invite? And they don't know how to do it. I'm like, wait a second. So does anyone know how to do this on PlayStation? So I, there, there's that. Um, but and then the third thing that I'm now struggling to remember what it was is. Like, I feel like on Xbox, like the party system, like playing multiplayer on like grouping with your friends is so easy. And I feel like that's so difficult on PlayStation. But I feel like the PS5's UI from what they show, they leaned into that being one of the major things that they've they've revamped. Um, did you watch this presentation, Mike? No. Do you have strong opinions on the PS4's UI either way or no? No. Um, I think considering that I did not, the PS4 was my first PlayStation, so I, like, I was quote-unquote used to the Xbox stuff with the 360 and yeah. the one. I can't even I, remember I, what PS3's was. I know we talked about this, but I, I thought... Xbox had a lot of missteps with their UI this last this last generation. I think that it's been a clusterfuck, and I think right now where it is is really fucking good. But I feel like we talked about this. I think maybe two or three weeks ago. But like I, I think going from the 360 to Xbox One, I think was a downgrade to the UI. That like the the end life cycle of Xbox 360 to me was actually I thought like the 360 with how they implemented the avatar things. Like everything was seamless and didn't like, I feel like sometimes this Xbox one would chug sometimes with certain loading screens, like not to the extent of that, that I deal with with PlayStation, but I think it's funny because right now, obviously they're probably preparing for the launch, but I think the UI over the last six months has been hands down flawless for Xbox. It's like, and, and I don't know why it took them that long to get it to where it yeah. is right now, but I mean, I, I can't even remember how the I'd have to like look up a YouTube video on what the Xbox One when it launched UI was like. Was uh, I don't and I don't I remember, remember like, having any remember strong loving, feelings about either was, way, but because I had a strong opinion about it because I remember loving the 360s UI and then going to that and I'm like, all right, well yeah, it's a new console at launch. And I remember for like the first couple of years I was like, I'm not digging this UI. I, I yeah. just not. But I mean, it's not that it didn't work and it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard to use. I just didn't like it compared to the yeah. older version. But I mean, it is what I, it is. I think the last few iterations of the upgrade updates of the Xbox One, I've I've enjoyed. I think they have a very yes, sleek yep. and clean UI. I mean, I I think the Switch has also like a sleek and snappy one. I just think it's very very bare bones. Um, 
you know, isn't really, like not really anything there. Uh, Switch but, is fine, but they're they're. I mean, this is a whole nother topic. But I know their but, eShop uh, is still such a disaster. Yeah, that's a that's a completely different topic. Yeah. Uh, but Mike, you were saying you you were more entr- entrenched in the Xbox ecosystem, so you were familiarized with that. But PlayStation Four was your first PlayStation, so yeah. So essentially, like I think I was. It's like one of those. I wouldn't want to say grass is green on the other side type deals, but more like, oh, I haven't seen this before. This is refreshing, I guess. This is different. Yeah, well, that uh, makes sense. It, it didn't matter. A lot of the UI didn't matter to me because I was playing games by myself. I think the outside of um, outside of Fall Guys, did I play anything multiplayer on PlayStation? At least that one time that me, you, and Todd played The Last of Us multiplayer oh i forgot okay. about that yeah i forgot about that um yeah so for the most part i was just playing single player games and it was pretty straightforward all my games were just lifted up at the top of the screen i could just go boop, 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 pick the game that's it yeah so yeah i i mean i'm sure if i was playing stuff more i would have or doing more things on the playstation i might have a stronger opinion about it yeah i agree together but yeah. because I was just doing that, I would turn it on, pick a game, that was it. Maybe fucked with the setting once or twice. Yeah, I don't know. I, j- I just feel like stuff is kind of buried on the PlayStation 1 uh, and not very accessible quickly when I'm looking for certain things. Like, oh, I took a screenshot of something in Persona 5 the other day. Oh, but now I have to like go to my library and find, oh, is it is it media or is it this other thing? Is it and it ends up being like capture library, but like, why is media here? Like, why is it a separate tab? Like, it's just, I don't know. Just, it, it just seems like things could be more simplified and you have to dig a little bit deeper for some reason. And I don't know why. On the other um, hand, I feel like with that particular example, I'm sure if I was in that situation and I probably was at some point, if I found the thing, I could make sense of the actual layout and then say to myself, oh, that makes sense. This was here because this is where these things go. And like, I would make sense of why. Yeah, I mean, I, I, could, I could learn how it works and just be OK with how things are set up. So I'm not saying that I like don't know what I'm doing at all. And I'm like, whoa, what does the X button do when I press it? It's just it feels like extra steps and extra clutter that could be more simplified. And I feel like we live in, you know, in an age of technology where I mean, I'm new to PCs, so I don't, I can't speak for PCs, but like when it comes to at least the Apple ecosystem, I feel like the UI and the OS on both my phone and my MacBook get updated and refreshed enough that I feel like things continually get simplified or easier or whatever. Um, and game consoles don't really do that as much. Uh, at least PlayStation doesn't do that. Xbox does it, I feel like, pretty, not frequently, but like more frequent enough. Um, I don't know if PCs, if that's a thing. I'm, I'm assuming it's not really. I don't know if that's a thing on Androids for you either, where the up, the I, where the OS gets updated and, you know, things. It depends on, I would say that in that regard, depends on what kind of update we're talking about. If you're for an iPhone, for instance, there's a difference between iOS. What do you guys on now? 14, 14, and let's say 10, mm. where there there are UI element changes at least, and maybe things move around. 
So it's it's like that with at least Androids in yeah. Windows, where Windows Yo, 10... Yo, fuck Android. It, Todd, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> there's a difference between Windows 10 and, let's say, Windows 95. There's, yeah. They, there's a general sameness, but there's a bunch of changes. Yeah, I, I and I feel like that's that's just something that's lacking in consoles in general, but definitely, at least to me, a more apparent on the PlayStation side. Um, but the, all that to being being said is, I was actually very like when the when the PS5 UI thing dropped, I was like, I am not going out of my way to watch a UI presentation right now right. because this is just silliness that this is what we're doing. Uh, I'll watch it at some point when you know I have 15 minutes or whatever it was, and I'm not going out of my way to do this. Um, well, and I will say, PlayStation's not clear with people though. Like this is what they're throwing at people. They like haven't been really clear about anything on their console. Like, it's yeah, like, I mean, you know, I, yeah, yeah, that's sure. That's part of it. But I think the other part of it is people are hungry for everything, so they're gonna continue to 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 build hype and and get headlines by taking things that really aren't you know necessarily big news or newsworthy and making an event out of it like revealing the ui is cool and people are excited about it and i mean i'm obviously excited to see you know stuff like that too um but you know a 15 minute video dropping like on a wednesday i'm not gonna fucking you know wake up early and set set my clock and and wait for that like that's not that's not that type of news for me. That's something I, 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 I'm, I'm in the Apple ecosystem and I didn't even watch the fucking Apple thing that happened the other day. I asked, yeah, right. I asked Mike about the iPhone 12 today. Oh yeah, you did. I just bought I the, 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 the best version of the Apple iPhone before this one was announced. So I'm like, my head's like, okay, next, yeah. next one. Like, well, I'm, I'm a few yeah. years behind at this point now and my phone annoyingly chugs at moments. So I, I'm, probably gonna upgrade here um and i might actually get the iphone 12 pro max which i got the pro max for the one i'm on right now i don't want the bigger phone but it has other things that are better than the pro i'm like what the fuck now i have to buy this dumbass big phone Um, i don't like i don't i'm still i'm not the happiest with my big phone gradually went from just you know one model generation to being like all right we got four of them now Right. Is that similar on the Androids that you follow, Mike? Are there that many models of stuff? I have no fucking uh, idea. Sam- Samsung has been doing that for a while. Samsung, on top of that, Samsung has like their flagship model and then their other flagship model. So like the the regular Galaxies, and then they've got the Notes. Those are the two high end ones. Mm-hmm. Um. So the, the Galaxy S twenty just came out earlier this year, which has their their budget one, their main one, and then the high-end one. So you can consider it the as a comparison. You've got your iPhone 11, iPhone 11, or not 11, 12, 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max. So there's a similar thing there, except they also have Galaxy just came out, or Samsung just came out with S20 FE, which you could almost say is comparable to the app uh iphone what was it se which one i think it was the etsy yeah the se um you can kind of say it's similar to that in that it's their budget model phone but then they also have the galaxy notes which are just 
way bigger phones with the stylus built in. And that's just Samsung. I think the other ones, well, to be fair with Android and the people who make Android phones, like they can just put out whatever. So there's a bunch of different phones. So that's just talk. When I was talking Samsung, that was just their flagship line, which is the Galaxy S series. Yeah. Notes, but they also have like the A series and I believe the J series, which are all budget phones of some variety variety apple doesn't do that yet yeah well it seems like they might be going on that road i don't know i feel like there was a point in time where i definitely cared more about phones but i'm at the point now where i like i don't need the newest phone every year because that's fucking silly at least for me uh and what i you know plan to spend my money on but i've been going like at the beginning of of smartphones, I was the every other generation. I wouldn't get the the S. I would get the just the next number. So I wouldn't get you know I'd go from iPhone to iPhone two to iPhone three, and I wouldn't get the mid the mid upgrade. Uh, I would skip I that. But the last before I got the iPhone X, yes, Mike, I'm gonna call it the iPhone X because to me it's the it's iPhone, iPhone X. 10. Sure, I, I I I'm not saying you're incorrect. It's just I call it the iPhone X. I think it's a cooler <laughs> name than the iPhone ten. Um, and it, it is it is the only one of all of the iPhones that has a Roman numeral. Roman numeral yes, I know, weird. which is why I call it the iPhone X. I think it's cooler than calling it the iPhone 10. Um, I, I, I kind of hate the numbered. I don't know. Technology is so dumb at this point because like Nintendo does their own thing and just names something wherever the fuck they want. PlayStation is going to continue this numbered thing forever. Probably Microsoft, I think, tried to do something cool and then they didn't and then now they're naming it like phones but it's too close to their other name and iPhones Microsoft and... is naming their consoles like their kingdom hearts games <laughs> right well the, the problem is is if never mind different conversation I'll, to get back to the point of i i don't know i think i'm 3 years removed now from a new phone i think iPhone X uh, is 3 years old it might even be 4 years old it might be four because you got the 10 and then there was a 10 R. I think that yes. was the next year. I think it then was, you yeah. would have the 11. I forget there was. Wait, what is the most, app. what's the most recent one before this one? Cause I got the most recent pro. You Max have the one. 11. You've got the okay. 11. I see. I don't even know that. Phone. Like, I don't even know what I fucking have. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a few I years out. It was an 11 S, but yeah, you're probably like about three, three or four years out. Let's find, let's see. I'm just gonna pull it up right now. So iPhone models: 11 Pro, Pro Max, 11, iPhone SE, iPhone XS, XS Max, XR, X, iPhone 8. Oh yeah, that's right. They just skipped nine altogether and did yeah, did yeah. did that. Um, I don't know. Anyways, all those naming conventions are fucking very stupid and not straightforward. But I think I'm I'm in the process of probably uh gonna get a new iPhone, and I'll I'll probably wait for the the 12 fucking pro max whatever it's called which doesn't come out to november the 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 other phone comes out this month but i'm gonna wait till november and probably get the pro max i mean i will um, say what this the this the, the the most recent iphone i have in the pro max is like the camera is like you get what you pay for basically and the camera is like better well, than the camera i have that i spent 900 dollars on yeah in 10 years. and that's the thing and that's why at a certain point i stopped doing the every other year upgrade because i felt like the upgrades weren't big enough 
for me, yeah. for what I needed from a phone. Like at, at this point, the things that I need for my phone are I need it to be fast. I need it to take good pictures and good video. And that's pretty much it. Like I just need it to be fast. I need to be, take good pictures and good video. Um, so battery, battery you know, life is huge for me too. Yeah. And I mean, these phones all have fine battery life. I, I've never really had an issue with, you know, battery life in, in modern smartphones. But uh, to get back to the initial point, which was PlayStation 5 UI, I think that there's a lot of cool things that they're doing here. I think they've definitely taken a lot of things into consideration um, when building this UI for the PlayStation 5. The control center makes me happy because I'm sure there is a version of this on the PS4. It's just the not straightforward where the control center on the PS5 just brings up like basically, you know, important things that you can access if you press the PlayStation button within a game. So it's like similar to what Xbox does already. Oh, my friends list, notifications, party chat or whatever, like the, the important things that you would need to access on the fly are right there. Um, which is great. And then they have this other thing, this system of, of I believe they called it cards that were uh, console-specific things and game-specific things. And then if there were other types of notifications, like, you know, Todd sent sent, a, sent me a party invite or something, um, those may show up there as well. This was kind of interesting, and I think probably the coolest thing they showed off, which was in the in the card system there are activities that that you can look at and the examples they were using were for little big planet which is the game they were playing in the in the ui demo and in the activity cards when you pull them up it might show you like oh you know you have this objective or this mission you need to complete in little big planet still and you can click on that card and if you want to choose to do that mission you can just go directly to that part of the game from the card instead of having to like navigate other menus in the game. Um, and to go even a step further, which I is probably not a feature I would use much, but I like that it's there because there are definitely people that will benefit from it, is uh, one of the things was like, oh, you need to find a hidden costume in this level. And you know the person that was narrating the video was basically like, oh, instead of having to go on my phone or go on a computer and look up a guide because I can't find this thing, I can choose to ask the game with, through this card to show me how to do this or help me do this. And it, it will literally bring up like a, like a video, picture in picture or side by side of your gameplay of where the thing is you need to do. Um, I'm sure that will vary from game to game and from developer to developer, but I think it's a really interesting feature. Um, I think that was really cool that that was there. And then the other thing that I thought was very interesting, and this I would love to see in more thing in more games, and if not all games on PlayStation, and I would kind of love to see this on Xbox too, and Switch anywhere. I would want to see this anywhere. But with the activities thing, you know, PlayStation has this way of calculating, oh, you want to do this mission. Okay, this mission should take you about 10 minutes. So it's like it tells you how much time about it would take you to do that mission if you wanted to do it. And I feel like that would be very helpful if it's like, oh, I only have a fucking hour to play games right now. Like I could budget out my time to like do specific things in a game. I like really kind of like that feature. And I, I hope that gets used in a, in good ways because I think that's uh, something that could benefit a lot of people who, you know, might be sitting down for a limited gaming session and have like 
you know, specific time. Like, like Todd, how good would it be if we could sit down on Xbox and it's like, fuck, I only have an hour to play before I get to pick up Liam and, and Logan, but I want to get some fucking, I want to get some achievements right now. Like I'm saying my gameplay is based off of like today. I like begged yeah. Amanda before she left for work. I'm like, can you do me a favor? I'm like, I know you're leaving soon. Can you get Liam and Logan out of the room so I can do VR? <laughs> like, I literally like was like saying it to him. I'm like, yeah. please. But I mean, that function though, isn't that the same as like, you can just shut the game off and then your game comes back to where you are. Cause I mean, that's a big thing of like what is coming up with this next gen. That's kind of already been there the last gen. No. What do you mean? You know how, like if you like, so like, say I'm like playing like, like I know Xbox has quick resume. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, it's, I, it's, it, I don't think PlayStation has quick resume. They don't. Okay. See, I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about that. Yeah. If, if you, from what the video told me, and I haven't d- digged too much deeper into this, but from what the video showed you, if you're, if you have your PlayStation, PlayStation in rest, when you wake your system back up, you'll go right into where you were in the game. But I believe if you turn your console off, that's not an option, but I'm pretty sure on Xbox with quick resume, you can have like up to six games ready to like, you just hop right back into yeah, where you were. I was going to say this times where like, I'm like, it'll be late at night and I'm playing like a, say I'm playing like mafia two or whatever. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing this right now. And I shut it off and don't play anything else on my Xbox. When I turn it on the next day, I happen to just be on the same spot. I'm like, Oh cool. Okay. Yeah. All's good. I don't know. I I think with this specific thing, it was like it, if you bring up the menu, like the, the PlayStation menu, it will it will like tell you things that you still oh, have to complete cool. in the game, and it will give you like an estimated time of how long like to do this mission it will take you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, it's PlayStation Five UI. It is what it is. I, I'm I'm happy with what they showed because it does look like an, a big improvement for me personally, who is someone who's not a big fan of the PlayStation 4 UI. But that brings us to our final topic of the evening, which is Todd bought the Oculus Quest 2, and he's been, he's been hyped, hyped for this moment for a long time. So, Todd, what, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on the Oculus Quest 2? Sorry. All right, that's all we got for tonight. This has been... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean... Uh... I mean, so to preface this, I had the PlayStation VR, mm-hmm. uh, which, which when I used. first got, but when I first got it, I was pretty down with it. Like I, I, I bought a good amount of games on it. I mean, I played, we played Fire, I played Firewatch quite a bit. I'll play Firewatch right now. You want to play? No, after playing this, like <laughs> so, uh, so let me just this is give where I'm give going Mike this, your fucking VR gun then, so me and Mike can play. Yeah, you know what? <sighs> okay, so PlayStation VR was so fucking cool because it was the easiest way for me to get a VR experience. Now flash forward to where we are now. PlayStation VR though, looking after what I've been dealing with these last couple of days in PlayStation VR, PlayStation VR is a fucking grainy mess with constant like those little like white little particles floating through your VR. You see like how like grainy the PlayStation is. It's cool to have that as an entry level VR. But, I mean, maybe the quest was exactly the same. The original quest is Quest 2, man. I was expecting some downgraded graphics. I'm like, oh, this is not connected to anything. This is, this is going to be shit. It's like, but I'm going to get it anyways because I want, I want to play VR. Uh, I'm blown away by it. And on top of that, within the next couple of weeks to a month or so, they're doing a nine. It's going to be nine. It's basically almost going to be 4K out of the headset. It, it's insane. Like, they're going to have it 98C. Um, they haven't 
you can unlock it now. I don't want to fuck around with my thing and fuck anything up and Wait, get hold like, on. yelled at by 90 hertz isn't resolution. That's just frame rate, right, Mike? No, but I'm saying like the but like from what I've read a lot is that like this this standalone non-TV thing is practically almost at 4K. And I went into this thing where I'm like it's probably going to be a downgrade and you know, it's like but I want to play some of these games so bad that I'm going to do it and I got it on my head and I'm like, whoa, compared to the PSVR, I'm like, that thing was a fucking grainy, like it was just nothing felt right about the VR. This game, like I couldn't picture, like I know you guys played Super Hot on PSVR. Mm-hmm. I couldn't dream, imagine playing P- uh, Super Hot on PSVR after playing it on the Oculus. It wouldn't even make sense. I'm literally rolling on the ground, hiding behind cars. I'm like, you know, like firing over the cars and everything. And I definitely wouldn't have done that with wires in my head. I felt like I was restricted with the wires. I felt like, you know, yeah, but I, I also I also feel like unless Super Hard VR for Oculus is a different game. I don't know if it is. Yeah, I'm curious. About yeah, that too. I, I, no I feel like the game yeah, isn't. Yeah, I, I feel like the game is not built in a way where you need to get. I mean, it, you can do it, which is cool. But like, I feel like the game is built in a way where you don't have to get that involved. You you oh. don't have to, at least for my from what I remember, you don't have to, but I, I definitely noticed instances where the actual physical world around me impeded with my experience of the game. That is, if I stepped outside of the PSVR's actual play space for whatever reason, whether it's because I realized, oh, this guy's too close to me, I need to move out of the way, and then I realized, oh, I can't move any further this way. Yeah. Or I doubt the wires did anything with me. I forget how my room was set up at the time. I always but remember I the wires were always on my thing. shoulder, and I felt like turning around felt very weird. I felt like I yeah, should. Yeah, but you're not it. supposed to turn around. So, like, I mean, Oculus, you're supposed to turn around. Like, I'll be done playing my Oculus. Yeah, and maybe not. I know, maybe like in games that are movies. built for Oculus, but not like like any of the games that are on like PSVR and Oculus Rift. Like, yes, you can turn around, but the games aren't like built for you to like. You're not so. There's really not a benefit to turning around. Oh, because like so like because like i'll use an example of um super hot i could never picture what i'm doing i I never played it on the original like when you guys played it on psvr but i couldn't imagine being on the floor like hunting my body over and like shooting my gun up in the air while my head's like sideways like literally just like blasting people and being like and so i started blasting uh um but yeah i mean it's it's one of those things. It's kind of like how Switch to me is like I never want to play another Nintendo like console without handheld. And I feel like everything about this is this headset. I was telling Mike before when you walked away for a few minutes before we started. I was saying that this headset feels like I have my my Astro headsets on, and that's it. I don't feel like anything's on my face. This thing is so friggin' light that I don't feel like I'm being weighed down by by anything i feel like i don't have at some points i'm like wait what where is this thing it's like it's that light and i'm like really mm-hmm. weirded out at how light it is with how good it looks but um i've spent probably 180 dollars on games in the past two days to three days jesus i i've bought my i remember how i was like i don't know i shouldn't have bought the 256 gigabyte one well, I've already gone through all the memory of like what would have been. I, I think I have like six gigabytes left on what I would have had if I what bought the What the fuck are you buying? Everything. 
literally everything that I get my hands on. Cause I, I, I'm just going by, like, I've done so many, I've done a lot of research online, like with like YouTube and people who are like big quests get people. And I just want to know like the games I need to play so far. I haven't been disappointed by a single game, but I have about 15 games right now, <laughs> which, is, which is just insane. But um, I mean, it, the first time I played PSVR, I was like blown away. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit here and say like I wasn't. Like that was really cool to get like into this home VR. This compared to the PSVR, I'm didn't expect to be blown away times two. You know, like I was like, oh, it's just gonna be like an extension of what I was doing on PSVR and yeah. Um, yeah I mean, it's it, it's it's better resolution. It's better fr- it's better frame rate and it's no wires. I mean, that's well. I mean, it's kind of hard to compare so the two. I can't speak on the uh, move controllers because there's there's just like a straight stick with the ball. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. Like these controllers though, I feel like I'm holding a gun when I'm using a gun. It's like you're holding it like it's a trigger. Like the trigger is like, you know, where it's like not this like long stick. It's like it feels like you're shooting guns. And honestly, one of my favorite games I've played is, uh, what what is it called? I have to write everything down. Oh, Pistol Whip. Yeah. Yo, Pistol Whip is like, I think you guys would, Brendan. You would fucking. It's on my list. That's game. why, like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. on my list because yeah, it's to... a, it's a it's a rhythm fucking shooting oh, game, and every but... every review that I've read is like it's it's like it's like music John Wick, and I'm like, well, the John I Wick literally... part doesn't make any sense to me, but yeah, sure. Right. No, I get I get what they're trying to say, but like, I'm literally on the ground on my knees after being standing up, and I'm like shooting to my right and left with dual akimbo, and I'm just like, but you can go with the music, so I'm like one shot, boom, boom. And I'm doing. I'm not doing free aim because there's a free aim mode, which I, I dabbled in a little bit, and I'm like, oh dear god, this is for like the hardcore people. But like the regular game mode is so good, and I didn't even realize this. So there's like a ton of stuff coming out for Oculus Quest too. There's. I wrote everything down because I'm like, I, I've been like looking at it every night. I'm like, so I don't. I showed you the climb game, where you're like literally climbing. There's a climb too. Uh, Population one, which is the first battle battle royale for, for that for that i talked to you about this where you literally can climb anything on these maps it's like skyscrapers and you dive off and you're like flying around the map so i'm kind of curious how that's going to work and if people are going to start like throwing up violently playing this game because if you can climb anything and jump off and just fly around and start shooting people it should be yeah. interesting but uh so there's that jurassic world game is coming out it's basically an alien um isolation game where you're getting like chased by raptors and you're running around in this VR headset. And it, this is for Oculus only. Uh, down the line, this isn't as recent as some of these other games. Most of these games are coming out before Christmas too. Um, but we're getting an Assassin's Creed and a Splinter Cell game that is going to be on Oculus Quest too, which I think I'm super pumped for that. But um, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy. I don't know if you've looked into this at all because I know like I'm the least Star Wars head person out of anything. It looks pretty friggin' dope. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's an Oculus exclusive. Like I find that hard to believe, but um, the game looks pretty incredible. There's like, and that's coming out in a couple months. Um, Sniper Elite VR is coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, Mist, like I grew up with Mist, and, and like that game is ideal for VR. Like that game's gonna be really mm-hmm. freaking cool. Uh, I'm I'm like looking at this list. Medal of Honor, Pistol Whip 2089 is coming out in a couple weeks. Like, I love just, how Todd has a list of games he's already spent. To, he's like, I'm already going to spend my money on oh, all dude, of these games. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve 12 games right here, not including the other games I haven't even bought already on this thing. 
uh, I, I'm I'm down with this thing. I'm down with just like grabbing. I have it on a charger. I just pick up a fucking teeny little headset that I put on my head and I grab the controllers. It's like I can. Oh, going back to what you said with PSVR though, was that like the boundaries that I I felt like the boundaries very much hindered my experience in PSVR. Yeah. For some reason, because you didn't set the boundaries in that game. They set the boundaries for you. So it is what it is. With Oculus Quest, I take the controller and let's say I'm using my living room. I take the controller and make like a line that goes across my floor. Now, mm-hmm. I can put it past my couches because I know where my couches are. I make sure I put it in front of my TV so it's not, I'm never getting close to my TV. But there's just so much more room. And you decide what your room is and wh- how you are going to play this game. And yeah. like, and when you go through it, and I talked to this about you. So say I go way too far, which I have yet to do. If I do that, there's four cameras on the front of the uh, Oculus. All of a sudden, those cameras let you see everything in front of you. So I know what's going on in front of me without having to take my headset off. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can't say enough about this. But I'm a, I'm a I'm a uh, VR newbie, basically. You know, minus the the little dabble I had in PlayStation. But I mean, I bought Walking Dead. I was telling Mike this before. I bought The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which was a launch title for the Oculus. And this game's crazy, man. I'm like, I really haven't dabbled too much into it because I feel like I need a, like a good hour to two hours every time I play it. It's a survival game. You have to scrap like, you're like walking around like a big open world map and you have to scrap together stuff. Um, but I was telling Mike that the best way to kill zombies in this game is... Say, like, they walk slow, obviously. It's not like um, some of those movies where they're fast-running zombies. But I'll put my hand up with the VR controller, and I'll hold the zombie's head. So you have to holster your guns on the side, and I'll pull my gun out while my hand's up, and I put the gun up to the zombie's head and basically, like, shoot it in the eye. And then you throw the zombie's head down. And I'm like, yes. And I had, I was telling Mike, I had Amanda play it the other day, and she's watching it on TV because I, like, well, I'll sync it to the TV sometimes so she can see what's going on. And she's like, this doesn't look that good. This is stupid. And then I put the VR set on her head the other day. And I'm like, all right, this is uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Give it a try. And I'm like, she's like, okay, well, what am I doing? And I'm like, okay, walk a little further. And then a zombie, she sees a zombie. And all of a sudden she's like, she literally ripped the headset off as soon as it grabbed her by the arm and started like trying to get her. And she's like, I can't play this. And I'm like, and that game is like, I'm down with some scary games. It's not scary at all. Like, I don't think, Brendan, you would have a hard time playing this game whatsoever. It's yeah, not, but it's not, it's not. That's not why I would be. I mean, I'm surprised you went this whole time and you haven't once mentioned the rec room, which is like the thing you keep fucking. Yeah, I mean, I haven't got to me I, did, I'm saying, I, I, dude, I still haven't even talked about half the games I put, you know. No, but uh, rec Mike, room. are you buying a quest? <laughs> I mean, I, I put it in my, my Best Buy cart. I did. I just did too. Yes. Put it in my best honestly, I think, I, honestly, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys right now, we are going to have a very fucking good time. And it's going to be like old school Overwatch days, I feel like, because, because Brennan just brought that up. Rec Room is a free game. It's free. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy this game. I know nothing about this. So I bought it. And basically you start in like a little, it's like a dorm room. It's like, hey, here's your dorm room. Do whatever you want to this dorm room. You can let people come in here or you can leave it locked. And I'm like, okay, cool. So it kind of gives you the ropes. There's like a basketball hoop in there where you can like, you know, grab the basketball, shoot at it. So then you get to go into the rec room, which is like a cafeteria style um, open world, basically, where you can meet with so many. Every time I go in there, everyone's talking, shooting the shit. Like I've had, 
hilarious conversations. People are super chill though. People aren't douchebags. At least I haven't encountered douchebags yet. But, um, but with Rec Room, there's like 30 plus games you can play on it. And some of them are like shovelware type VR games that are like new, but there's a paintball game that is Capture the Flag, which is, I'm so addicted to it. It's basically 5v5 paintball Capture the Flag and like several different maps that we could all just play together and, you know, basically you shoot someone, they, you know, you got to grab the flag. It's like old school Call of Duty, how they shoot Capture the Flag. But I, last night I had an epiphany. I didn't, I didn't dive into this enough. I opened like the rec room door to play like sporting events and I get this, it's like, Hey, do you want to play disc golf course? And I'm like, fuck yeah, disc golf. Yeah. I mean, like I would rather play golf, but this is cool. I grab the Frisbee and I'm playing with four other people and we're all just shooting the shit. So it's four random people. It's not like toxic. It's like, everyone's like, this is amazing. And I'm throwing the Frisbee like I normally would throw it. And the first throw I throw, I'm like, I'm going to throw a little to the right and try to get some curve. The thing goes into the right and just comes right looping back in. I'm like, whoa, this is like legit. This feels like legit. Like, and it's a golf course. It's, it's basically a golf course with just hole, the holes are little baskets that you got to get the Frisbee in. Uh, I played for like two hours. I'm like, I'm not playing tomorrow. Last night, and I was like, I played for two hours with some random dudes every time, and we, I had a blast. And I, I was like, the whole time, I'm like, Oh man, Mike and Brendan need to buy this. We would have so much fun with this. We, like it's like we could just it's like we're especially with what's going on right now, I think VR is getting more and more relevant because we don't know what's going to go on for the next couple of years. It's not we're going to be in the same kind of predicament for a few years, I'm assuming. And stuff like this made me feel like I was with people and like you know, you're like doing, you can still like, I can open my mouth. I'm like saying stuff. And it's like, when people are doing stuff and being like clowns, kind of, you can like notice what they're doing. But uh, yeah, I, I really want you guys to buy it. Just buy the two ninety nine one. You don't need a lot of memory. Rec room is free. And then we can play Beat Saber online together. And I can whoop your ass. I want to save the hundred dollars, but it doesn't make sense to me. Especially Wait, since for I'm what? The the sixty four gig model is two ninety nine. The yep. two fifty six model is three ninety nine. Um, so you're basically for a hundred dollars more. You're tripling. Yeah, but yeah. So the the question I posed to Todd, like, yeah, Todd's going crazy and buying eighteen games at a time. But like, how many games do you need to have downloaded at one time, Mike? Uh, I just think I don't. Know, I think that but like I the like Star Wars game, the option to expand if I need to, since this doesn't have expandable storage as far as far as I can tell, and I'm trying to make heads or tails on whether or not I can use the the link cable at all. Um, yeah, you, you can, can use, use the link. link cable. You, have, you have to buy I the can, link cable separate though. This, the link cable separate. Yeah, it's like so I have bucks. to buy the link cable separately, and and what I'm looking at, I'm trying to figure out if the link cable is basically USB Type C on both ends. It looks like. My desktop does not have a USB. It has USB Type C, but it has the Type A. Um, well, it's got 3.0 um, front panel USBs, but it doesn't have. I believe C. you can you can buy other wires that aren't made by Facebook. That would work. Yeah, I'm sure. I I need to verify that before. I'm I... pretty sure you can. I because I was reading I was reading some stuff on the Quest Two today, um, and one of the reviews that I was reading specifically mentioned that the the link cable is ninety dollars, 
but you can buy other cables that are verified to work that are not $90. I'm already ordering something for for $130. What the fuck I'm are you ordering? The pro strap that has a battery charger connected to it so I can get like five hours out of it now instead of two. It's like a it's like a, a better strap already. I have no issues with the strap, so like it's don't think that like I need a new strap. But a man is like, "What do you want for a Christmas?" And I'm like, I, "I'm always like, I buy everything myself." But I was like, "You know what? Give me that unless I buy it in the next week or two. But but that solves the VR problem. Todd of the, is my the biggest. Todd. What's that? I said VR Todd is my favorite. Todd. <laughs> but but with a man, but what with that like the that's my biggest issue with this because I originally went into the quest where I'm like. There's no way I'm going to be playing for longer than two hours. I'm going to feel very sick and I'm not going to do it. And then I had, I've had probably three or four times where I've gone in fully charged and played for like two and a half hours. And it's like almost dies on me and or dies on me. I never expected that I'd be diving into VR this heavy. Um, like I said, I didn't touch Xbox for three, for three days. I put on my Xbox for the first time this week yesterday. Uh, I was like, uh, yeah, know. it's just fun. it's it's I, fun. I mean, like listen, I, like, I, if you have all the same games already, I do think that we would. I honestly think this is great streaming content. First of all, uh, and it's very accessible to streaming. But the big thing is, it's like big accessible to Facebook streaming, which I don't necessarily know if people are. Yeah, I was gonna say, how the fuck do I stream this on Twitch? Because uh, you can record everything, so I can re- you can record this. Like you go into the settings, like the main settings, and I can just record everything I'm doing at all points, and it saves. So you can, and I'm sure like the more storage you have, the more like you can record, but because I played super hot the other day and I'm like, I want to watch some of the stuff over again. But it wouldn't record our voice, would it? No, because your mic's built into the volume. So when I play rec room, I just have my headset on and I'm talking to people. I don't touch anything, you know, like I'm getting the volume through the side pieces that go around my head and the mic's also coming through that way too. I'm wondering if you could also use this with the link cable and doing that thing with Beat Saber that I'd showed you before, Brendan. Yeah, I mean, here, here's here's where I fall on this right now, is that I have a PSVR. I understand what what PSVR is. I understand the type of VR that it, it is, and I'm happy with that. I would be obviously happier with something higher resolution and less cables. The thing with me currently in this point in time is that because of the way my office is set up currently, unless I move my PlayStation to the living That's room, a huge deal too. That, that VR is. is an issue back here. So I haven't been playing Beat Saber that much right now because it requires me to move a lot of things to do it. But that being said, when the PS5 comes out next month, if I buy a PS5, my PS4 will then go to the living room permanently. So VR would be very much more accessible whenever I wanted to, because it would just be me going into the living room instead well, of the thing me. with this VR though. Like you can, you can literally bring it anywhere and just outline. Like, I mean, I know like, like where we are right now, the living room is the most ideal place for us. Cause it's like the biggest area, but I can go into like the bedroom if I really want to and outline my path of where I want to be. Yeah. And that, that's, like, and that's cool. And that's great. But like for me, my current situation, just the way that everything's set up here, it would be the living room would be the place. So once yep. my PS4 goes back to the living room, my my VR will be out there on a permanent basis. So I don't necessarily need to get a but second this is so one. Different because you can just it's you. I mean, literally, I'm just like, oh, oh, oh this weighs like 
pound and a half, not even. I'm like, you know, oh, I'll grab it and throw it on my head right now. I have to do no, nothing. No, I, I and listen, I get that, but like some of the gripes that you have specifically with PSVR, I don't, I don't necessarily feel the same you way. Don't think like, it's I, super grainy. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm playing. No, no. Like in my initial point was like, I understand what PSVR is. Yeah, and I'm fine with what it is, and it does the job for me. Um, I but if you could have this, I feel like it would change your mind. I feel like you would have a you'd yeah, like, okay. If, if I had if they were both sitting on a table and I had a choice, yes, I know which one I would pick, but no, I already purchased the PSVR two years ago and I don't necessarily need a quest. If I didn't here here's a, a, a better argument for me. If I did not have a PSVR right now, buying a quest two would be probably no brainer. It would be like a no I feel like and I completely understand what you're saying, but I feel like they're not even comparable. It's like comparing like a Game Boy versus like a Wii U, a Switch. Like I don't even think they're. Yeah, like no, I, and I, yeah, I agree with you. Like the PSVR is very old at this point. Like it is, it's not outdated. It still, again, does what it needs to do. The Quest does a lot of things better because it's brand new technology, or it's you know, the 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 next model of the same similar type of technology. Yeah. Um, listen again, you got me to put it in a card at Best Buy. You got Mike to put it in a card at Best Buy. If I'm gonna hit checkout, I don't know. Dan, it's Denver says they have it in stock. I, I can pick I, it up I'm tomorrow. So mad that, like I wish that we could get off right now and play like a round of disc golf, and you'd be like, you guys are like, you'd be like. Fuck! This isn't Tiger Woods, but this is exactly what I wanted right now. <laughs> you know, like it's know. like we just like literally shooting the shit. Like, you know, just... on it. Honestly, the 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 more exciting thing to me, which is like also kind of not exciting at the same time, because I don't know if I would actually do it. But I wouldn't be able to play multiplayer with you guys out there. But like, I could just go in my yard and play Beat Saber. The only problem is that, and like, all of my neighbors are gonna see me right, standing like... in my yard, fucking going nuts. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I feel like. I feel like for like what I use Beat Saber for primarily, which is working out, that would be like a way more ideal situation because I could just be completely open in the fresh air, just fucking banging it out. You should switch like up your a... workout routine and actually buy um, Pistol Whip because I feel like I get way more of a workout playing Pistol Whip than I do playing Beat Saber. Well, now I'm happy I didn't spend money on Pistol Whip because I'm, I'm going, when we end the episode right now, because this is going way too long, longer than I wanted to, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to consider the quest too and that's that's where i'll leave the quest for now mike do you have any yeah. final thoughts on the quest i'm more i already bought mine look at it more in it mike <laughs> you got a lot of visual gags mike on an on a audio show <laughs> good good fuck the people that listen to this uh i mean i i part of me wants to say todd you have any like final thoughts on the oculus quest 2 but i i feel like you've yes you've gone enough hold but on, yes give me, like, what you give, no, give me like 20 more minutes hold on yeah go ahead so, do it, do it up. uh no there is i did actually hold on i bought like every game on it that i really wanted to play minus robot recall which that's the game i wanted to play the most go figure but um what game did i buy what's the vacate the uh office simulator so that game is so i don't know do you, this is for psvr too so you guys have, are able to play this if you wanted to i think did you ever play office simulator like no. you work at like a seven eleven. I never played it either. You work at like a dealership. You work. It's basically just like doing job. Like I worked at a seven eleven for an hour and a half last night, and it was like the funniest shit ever because like you're swiping stuff through the register. You're just like the parents go to the bathroom, and you're like loading this kid up with sugar. I'm grabbing like all the candy, and I'm like here you go, bud. You know, just throwing shit at it. But the game's great. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I think those games are there for you on PlayStation, but. 
PlayStation never got me the way that the PlayStation VR never got me the way that this is getting me. And I, it all comes down to easy use. I think that's all it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was not a thing I was even contemplating until this conversation, even with you talking to me about it all week. Um, Let's get that Facebook money, man. They're just fucking dumping money. They, 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 those guys can do whatever they want. They have like, it's basically like Xbox, if not more. Like those guys got money to fucking buy exclusives to whatever they want, if they want it. There's going to be some crazy stuff, I think, coming out for this. For, for You'll see some crazy stuff coming out on Oculus too. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, I mean, they're definitely going to work on getting some exclusive stuff there. You already mentioned some of the stuff they got, like Splinter Cell or whatever. Look up the Star Wars game, because you guys being Star Wars junkies, I think compared to Vader, the Vader game, this these games look like legit, legit like really cool. Well, that seems like perfect homework for when the episode is over. And uh, I just want to thank everyone for listening to this week's <laughs> episode, episode 225 of the oh, Pass Control Podcast. <laughs> if you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, as always, you can find all of our content at PassController.io. But if you want to help support the show, other than going to our website, engaging with our podcast, listening to our stuff, reading our stuff, you can do that by going to... I don't, I have no idea what I am actually saying. I just jammed like all of the final things that I say into the same sentence backwards. So I'm going to restart this because nothing I said just made any sense. As always, you can find all of our content at PassTheController.io on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController and on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash PassController. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is by subscribing to the show, sharing the podcast on social media, and leaving us a five-star review wherever you can. It's very beneficial. If you do have a few bucks kicking around and want to help support the show, you can do that in two ways. You can go to PassTheController.io. You can go to PassTheController.threadless.com and get yourself some sick, sick merch. Or you can go to Patreon.com slash PassTheController and become a patron. And uh, yeah, if you want to uh, engage with us about the October pick for the PTC Movie Club or you want to get involved with the Achievement Monthly Tracking in-house competition, uh, join our Discord. Uh, if you are on Twitter, it's in both my pinned tweet and the past the controller to pin tweet. If none of that makes any sense to you, you can DM us anywhere on any social media and I'll get you into the discord. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 225. If you have to go outside, please wear a mask. <laughs>